Well, Brent is gay, and Kaylin's gay, and Clark is gay, and Ryan's gay, and Adam's gay. It's Homo Superior. Issue 231. I'm Kaylin. I'm Clark. I'm Ryan. And I'm Adam. This week, this week's episode of Moon Knight, who wrote that, looks from the gala, <laughs> the issues, and as always, we want to plug me, Daphne. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you'll, uh, you'll get it, baby. A little, a little, <laughs> a little housekeeping before we get started in our episode one. We're recording in a new studio, Woo! and we have a new sound boy, and that's me. That's Kalen. There we go. Uh, I know we're doing um, it. But more importantly, next week uh, we are interviewing uh, Steve Fox, who is the writer of X Men '92, House of '92, and a lot of other wonderful comics. He's a queer creator. We're really excited to be talking to him. He's part of our Creator Crush series. Look for that episode on Wednesday for 20 y'all. Oh, smoky, smoky. <laughs> I don't do drugs. You I don't know like what we, you're... You sound like someone who's never smoked weed <laughs> Ooh, we are going to smoke that grass. Are you going to have some Mary Jane? <laughs> is that what you're going to do, Ryan Krull? I will be doing that. But I, also <laughs> what I will be doing is going to Krakoa Fashion Week 2022. <laughs> Um, so this week, uh, we reviewed some of the other looks, but this week we have up both some X-Men and some Avengers. So let's start with the X-Men. First and foremost, we have Gambit looking like a thirst trap. Thoughts, feelings, looks. Go. Thoughts is the right word because yeah. T-H-O-T-S, like, girl, put on a shirt. Actually, no, don't. I. He looks good. It's good. It's literally his outfit just without his shirt off. Shirt on. I know. It's, it's a it's a toot for me. Those those uh, little saucer plate nipples are hanging out. I enjoy it. I love like love the glove play. Very I, into glove I, like I mean, it. it's very much. I mean, he's a Knights of Ten, which is coming out soon, mm-hmm. right? So this is very like kind of Ren Fair meets you know you know a uh, hot fest. little fa- fuck <laughs> fuck fest slave boy, but like you know with that like. Gorgeous, like ah, it, he looks good. It's, it, it looks good. You can tell it's quality made because the, the lining and the purple of the hood, you can see it through that. So I, I appreciate. I, that. I actually think I saw this outfit at Flower Factory last Sunday. <laughs> Flower Factory is a party in DC. If you're ever in DC, you should go. It's a really fun queer party. Happens every second. Uh, well, I mean, but if you're like me, don't go because <laughs> you won't like it. Yeah, but how many people are like you in the uh, real Hopefully world? more than you guys. Yeah, but well, you're Clark, so you, you don't like anything. You're so unique. Yeah, but if you're like me and don't like anything, don't go to that. <laughs> well, if you don't like Clark, you might like this next look. Havoc's up next, um, and he's sort of rocking kind of some of his call from his past. He's sort of wearing a leather jacket look, all black, some X's, and you can see his beautiful, beautiful shiny saucer nipples. Circle. Yeah, some more saucer nipples. Now, what it do is, you guys think? Saucer this, nipples. That's just his fucking powers, y'all. He only yeah. has one. He's but you can see that crotch. I like this look. No, this is very uh, uh, circa 1991, uh, Peter David's first run of X Factor when it was uh, mm-hmm. the government-sponsored team. Val, you know, Val Cooper was that's their exactly liaison. Is, yeah. I love that look. Uh, Larry Stroman, I think, uh, helped design that outfit. Well, maybe Jim Lee did, too. That, it looks great. This the, is a boot for me. I mean, oh, really? This is a... This isn't a gala outfit. This is That's just a what costume. I'm it looks Th- like his this outfit. is what he this wears to go like, fight some shit. Yeah, I agree. So for I mean, that it is, reason, it, but I'm it out. is Alex. That is something he would do. He's not going to do anything fashion forward. Uh, for he a was gala. the Goblin King for quite some time wearing. Yeah, nothing. but that wasn't him doing it. That was her uh, fucking with his mind. Yeah, oh. Madeline Pryor. This is not Madeline Pryor. This is um, Valentina. After. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, next up, we have Iceman, and he apparently is just wearing his own skin as a <laughs> suit. Uh, what are your guys' thoughts? Boring, so fucking boring. Okay. Yeah, just but how, what is it like? Is it supposed to be dark ice just covering up his penis? 
I mean, it's not an out. It's like not a suit, right? He made it out of his body. Ladies, this is international mail, circa 1998. <laughs> yeah, uh, it really. Oh, you're right. I mean, you're look, right. my my like early, early like wet dream fantasies are being met here uh, in an icy form. I'm not mad. I had some leather pants from there. <laughs> I'm sure you still own them. I'm sure. No, no, I <laughs> think wearing them right I now. Wore, wore them out. And you may say Omega, but I say Omega. <laughs> Get a girl. Next up, let's talk about some Avengers. Um, we have She-Hulk coming through. Oh, look at uh, She-Hulk over here. Um, so she looks great. Um, she's shown a lot of skin off. Uh, a high-waisted <laughs> pants. She's got genie pants on. And it's a call to her pass, but it's a little bit more fashion forward. What I like think? the belt where it says SH in case she ever forgets her initials. <laughs> hell yeah, she's drunk as hell at this award show. Well, she wants to like swing it around and hit somebody in the face so they wake up in the morning and be like, oh my god, She-Hulk hit me in the face. It I- feels a little Athleta meets Gen Z fashion. Gen, oh, Gen Z, I get it. <laughs> I, I think this is actually one of the looks that could be shown on the red carpet today. Like, yeah, in if, our world. If, uh, like, if an actual, like, power lift, like, a, I mean, if, honestly, like, any sort of a- female athlete showed up looking like this, people would be like, it looks great. She it, looks fantastic. It feels a literal, liter- a little cultural appropriation y to me. And mm, I, okay. How speak so? on that. I, I just don't. It, it, <laughs> What's it appropriating? Just, I don't know. <laughs> it, I don't it does, fucking know hammer no, pants and st- like that whole time it's definitely, period. It's definitely inspired by urban fashion. Yeah, I think which is what Clark is trying yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah. So I kind yeah, of get that. But I mean, just like with music, with everything, you know, white yeah. people have been stealing black people's culture for generations. <laughs> and sorry, She Hulk, um, you are not an ally. She sorry. does the yeah. gloves. I really like the gloves, and I love. I got it. That that really works for me. You know what they say? No glove, no love. I like it. This is my. This is what I'm gonna That's rock. That's a two I love for it. me. I love the hair. Um, Her freaking hair looks gorgeous. Next up, we have Black Widow, um, and she um, is not seeing anything on this red carpet because she has got completely covered eyes and sort of uh, a long pony and just sort of a black cat suit with a big old Black Widow symbol on it. I just want to know who died because she looks like she's going to the most fashionable funeral ever. Oh, bitch. I hope it's me. She looks so good, but I'm so confused by why her hair looks so crusty. (laughs) It does. It's not straight. It looks jagged. It's dried out and crunchy. It does look dry. I don't like it. It's a little bit of Aquanet. Okay, let's not judge her. I love the outfit, though. The heels are gorgeous. The double stiletto. I like that she could actually still do her job in this look. Too. Yes, this is, this could be an alphabet I, in a good way. Like, yeah, I want to see this on the runway and on the kill. I way. mean, if Catwoman showed up in the same thing, I would be like, okay, yeah, yeah. or my, or Black Cat, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's definitely form meets function. I, 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 this is my favorite of the current look. Well, my second favorite. We'll go to my favorite. My actually maybe my third favorite. Sorry, keep going, Ryan. Bro, you well, got too many favorites. Okay, well you have too many favorites. But <laughs> your next favorite is up next, uh, Spider Man. <laughs> what do you guys think of this look? Some know, alternate Kayla, reality your shit. And a half favorite. What it's my second half favorite. It's very ex- uh, uh, Spider-Man 2099. I'm getting a lot of like Miguel O'Hara it is. from this. Uh, I love the way that the boots look. It, they look like 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 high end fashion sneakers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So very into that. I like the askew spider. Yes. And I think the eyes spider. look fucking yeah. great. Cool. No, the, the asymmetrical spider is what does it. Is what it's what tells you. This is not my everyday crime fighting outfit. This is my. This is not your friendly neighborhood Spider Man. <laughs> exactly. Fabric wise, I just want to know what like lights up like that. Is it actual lights in there? Like I would love to know what. I mean, 
we live in a world of magic and superpowers, it's, but still, I want to know what that fabric is. It's you know? amazing. <laughs> it's spectacular. <laughs> it's adjectiveless. I wish the second to the it's bottom leg went further down his ass crack than it does. It just hits right at the top. I that's, want it all the way fair. through there. But that's the something. entryway. That's where it's, it's point, like, but yeah, it's, it's still too. It's still too high up. I mean, I don't know exactly where his hole is, but I'm assuming it's not well, that. Well, he's it's a Spider-Man, Clark. The holes are always higher on the spider Are, are they? Is that, yeah, is it's that, a oh, yeah, oh, yeah, fact. Yeah. It's you in uh, it here uh, first, Adam is fucking spiders. <laughs> Next up, we have Doctor Doom. Sort of Avenger, sort of enemy. What do you guys think of this fucking killer look? <laughs> this is my favorite look. This, oh my, it's regal, it's royal. Yeah. It's like, it's I'm phenomenal. a fucking monarch, I'm a boss bitch. It's like, he's going to go toe-to-toe with Storm once again, like he did in that uh, issue of S.W.O.R.D. It looks like 35 Doombots have to carry this for <laughs> him, too. <laughs> it looks he, so cool. You know he's going he's gonna to walk in like um, fucking, what's his name? God, Billy... Uh, what's Porter? Po- yeah, Billy Porter. They're going to be like holding him up, yes. the Doombots will be walking, he's like... Sup, bitch. I like he looks it. so good. To me, it just seems like Jamie Lannister and Jon Snow plus the Man in the Iron Mask. I was going to say, this is yes. just nothing but the Iron Man in the Iron Mask, but I still love it. And I really like that it accents the uh, yellow color that is normally on his outfit. Yeah. yeah no, it looks gold. really good. I yeah. think I would. Li- I actually prefer this to his iconic but regular look. I would buy that cape in a heartbeat. That looks I like know. the most comfortable you blanket I've ever seen. That That's cape, actually baby. your bathroom rug what are you <laughs> talking what I about sleep in every night. okay so with that all said what is your guys's favorite looks for the Ooh, night? of all of them still Mine? of the ones we just saw no yeah, all together ones... all together yeah, let's it's been go two with last weeks, weeks of gallo which Luke's. actually includes scarlet witch includes wolverine it includes i wish it would sink. <laughs> sink and sink yeah and also magic as well Oh, um, so what is your guys' favorite? I think magic is probably my favorite just because cool. it evokes the uh, Dark Child persona that she had during Inferno, which is one of my favorite eras of the X-Men ever. Cool. Um, I just think I love uh, characters that, you know, remember their past because uh, in the uh, Hellfire Gala last year, uh, my favorite was Rachel Gray's and it like had that her yeah. hound outfit that was all and everything. Yeah, yeah with the, and like the spikes. I thought that looked so good. So in the same way, Magic's in the same way as actually Sync, which is my second favorite, which evokes his well, Generation X one. So Sync is actually my yeah. favorite. <laughs> it's everything um, but the kitchen sink. Let me go. Um, I, I like the call to his powers in it, but also he's become a queer icon just by wearing this one outfit. He looks hot and there's a rainbow everywhere. I love it. Yeah. What, what about you, Clark? Mine is Doom. Doomy Doom? We already said it. I'm Regal not saying news. anymore. Yeah. I'll also, I think I will, if I'm thinking about all of the looks that we've seen, I think I would also give it to Doom because it's such a surprise. It does not look yeah. anything he like his up. normal outfits, and it's so extravagant and elegant. It's so true. Which one do you hate the most? Ooh. Mine is Iceman. It's, it's lame. It's boring. I would agree. Uh, mine was. I actually think Wolverine doesn't work for oh, me because it doesn't. It doesn't match your character at all. It's a cute outfit. I think it would be great on Scout. It's a piece of fabric. It doesn't work yeah. on Wolverine. Yeah. I would probably say She-Hulk is my least favorite. Oh, wow. bitch! You're gonna get a lot of hate mail for this. I'm, I'm Just from you them. though. You, oh my god! You know where I live. Twitter's <laughs> currently blowing up. They already heard you outside. <laughs> those, are, those are. Those are. Well, guys, we have three. to get into the re- uh, the red carpet's over, so we got to get close this out. So um, let's move on. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's see you okay. next TV. Uh, see you next TV is our weekly segment focused on the latest and greatest of the MCU Disney Plus TV shows. While we'll fully digest the entire series as extra issues, we know folks can't wait to talk about weekly spoils and reveals. So let's get down with Moon Knight, Episode 3. Mark's in full control of his physical body, teaming up with Layla and exploring Egypt to find Amit's lost tomb. Meanwhile, Harlow uses the scarab to find it. Woo! 
Split personality hijinks ensue, and a semi-trial of the old gods put Khonshu at risk and Harlow in the driver's seat. And also, an a- he's also an asshole for leveraging Mark's mental health as a weapon. Uh, a major set piece battle wraps up episode three with Layla, Mark, and Steven working together to find Amit's tomb, with Khonshu sacrificing himself to turn back time and discover the exact location so they can start Arthur Harlow. How did you guys like this episode? I liked um, the last maybe 20 minutes. Wait, how many minutes is there? About like 40. It, uh, give once once they brought in one. Midnight Man and then did the whole the spinning of, the of Sky and yeah. shit. The rest of it, like when they went to the gods judging temple. I don't know. It was all it was lame as dog shit. It, was yeah, it, was, it looked, didn't look good. We didn't get introduced properly to any of these pe- people yep. or the gods. Yep. Just like, oh, hey, this is fucking Isis. Great. I was surprised they had so much of the other gods actually in this. I wasn't really expecting that for the series at all. I thought they would maybe like maybe touch on it, but I didn't realize they what? would be like a council like that. We need to, I want we to need know more. To honestly. kill off some gods when uh in Thor mm-hmm. with um you know the with god the killer. Yeah. 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 No, I was actually thinking very much of the Norse pantheon as well. And then hopefully they'll bring in the Greek pantheon because I want some bisexual Hercules action. Hell yes. Um, yes. I'm still I'm I love the first episode very much. The second episode was a big disappointment. This was probably a little bit better, but the show right now is not grabbing me the way mm-hmm. that I want it to. It's a good thing Oscar Isaac is the lead. It's a good thing that yeah. Ethan Hawke uh, is playing oh, Arthur Harrow, yeah. the antagonist. And like it's their acting, plus the woman who's playing Layla, Layla is, is really great. Yeah. So the performances are all very compelling. It's very easy to watch in that regard. I'm just not hooked yet and yeah. i'm hoping the second half of the series gets me there well like, well and we'll talk about the ending uh certainly but like the the biggest problem to me is that there doesn't seem to be to your point a lot of emotional attachment to any of this so it's all competently acted competently executed besides the special effects budget which seems to have been consistently cut to make his outfit look good but everything else looked terrible <laughs> i like i like Conchu's look yeah. Oh no. Con- yeah. That's a great point. Oh, you mean that pigeon? Cool. That fucking I love pigeon. him. I love him. He's my favorite character. No, he's dogs, great. Even if he's gonna the... like destroy everything, whatever. I don't care. I, I mean, F. Murray Abraham can read the phone book, and I'll be correct. Captivated. It's it just it's been a really weird switch because they spent so much time developing uh, Stephen Grant, mm. and that, and now he's in the back burner, and all we're getting is a lot of fake conflict of you give me the body, no, you give me the body, no, you give me the body. And it's like. Why don't you guys? Like, body, I, body, body. They'll obviously learn to work together by the end of it. But Mark is kind of a fucking dickhole. He's awful. He, I mean, I screened about this last he, week. He He's, is. Uh, they make him a great character in episode one, and then you despise him. I hate him so much. Mark or Stephen? Mark. Oh, do you say Mark? I you said, said Mark. Yeah, you hate oh, I said Stephen. Really? I absolutely hate you Stephen. Hate Excuse Steven. me. Mark's just there for me. I, they didn't introduce him properly. But that's what I mean. Like, there's no emotion. There, it's all a Stephen episode. They have the whole conversation on the boat. Um, about their relationship before, but Steven has no starting story, so it doesn't really matter. I also feel, because it's a Disney Plus show, they're pulling their punches, and I kind (laughs) of wish this was a Marvel Netflix show. Marvel Netflix show a little bit, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know like that was... Those are sort of non-canonical slash canonical a little bit, (laughs) but like I feel like if this was like maybe a rated R type show, Mm -hmm. I'd be more into it. I get it. I get that. Um, You could tell they're, they're... being nice about things just in general yeah um i as this is the first time i'm kind of talking about the show i i it had such a phenomenal start but the engine for the show so much is you don't know what's going on yeah who's that talking who's that and uh we're slowly figuring out we got a big chunk of it in the second episode it almost 
hurt the show, I think, a little too bit. Too much exposition. It's we we need to slowly figure it out ourselves. Yeah. Uh, the the way we felt confused in the first episode is the way I want to feel all the time, yeah. and great. most of the time it is how I feel. But <laughs> in real life, yes, exactly. <laughs> but um, wake up. At, but I I would like more day. of that vibe to be funneled through well, there. We're gonna get the third. Yeah, I think um, after this episode, because we we someone is being more violent than the two of them. Mark, yeah. yes, which usually is the case. Mark is, is the violent of the. Well, there's usually there's three regular ones. Yeah, but he's. The well, one we're inter- getting introduced, not saying anything, is not the most violent at all of those. Normally, yeah, yeah. He's well, pretty but, cool. He, but and also, we don't know slash he is the one who um, flirted with the woman who he worked with because mm, neither of the other ones would do it. Mark yeah. is married, yeah, Mark and is, um, yeah, and yeah. Stevens kind Steven's of Stevens an idiot. Yeah, I'm a dork. I just love the call in the very. No, he's first, I'm, not, I'm not an idiot. In the very first episode, when he's seeing the his uh, like reflection, there was two reflections in the museum, meaning there's like a mm. there's another person <gasps> in there too. <gasps> Can you imagine? There's a third Skywalker. Well, Clark, speak on why you liked Midnight Man so much. And I didn't really. Well, I just speak on the uh, what is Midnight Man actually? Because just this is a played... character that's literally nothing like this. So there's no point in talking oh. about that character. This is just a guy who likes antiquities. Yeah, and uh, like Arthur Harrow is not anything like it yeah. in the comics either. He's a very minor Moon Knight. And Layla villain, so. doesn't exist. Well, but right. she is the she's right. kind of just the parallel version of for the MCU. There's a character Marianne. that's yeah, I think her name is or something. Marlene, Marianne. I think it's Marlene. Anyways, well, she's somebody. She's there. But I do, I do think you could tell. It was funny because I was like, "Oh, this is where they spent all their money for the fucking episode." Because I do think the set piece, the final like fifteen minute battle, worked out well. I mm-hmm. thought the action was good. I thought, to your point, it's a little bit darker. There's definitely like little like stabbing people in the neck with stuff. I, I want to see more stabbing. I know, right? I, Maybe I, I it think definitely wasn't on the green screen though. The fact, woo, the, the fact that, that we saw Stephen being just a puss like he usually is and be like no give me territory to me because i don't want to hurt anybody and then he immediately gets stabbed three times he's like okay switch back finally that might be the point where he's finally gonna stop being a fucking dick so let me ask you all this okay so like we see that when he has the moon knight armor he's got the suit that was introduced in the uh, warren ellis uh, declan shelby series uh i don't know how much i love that like they're playing the suit as a joke because i think it's such a good look in the comics uh, yep. But it's it's definitely played up for laughs in I the show. Kind of like really that. It also, do you? I'm not like that scene where he changes into that Mister Knight instead of Moon Knight. Yeah, I thought that was good. He's like, come back, come back. Yeah. Like I thought that was actually well done. The only problem is that that suit looks Comedy better than his sure. actual like caped costume. Oh, I love the, the caped costume. You think it looks good? Loved it. You yes, think it looks good he, on yeah, screen? Yeah, yeah. Oh, good. Well, you're such a hard judge, so I'll take back. You must be right, right. Clark. I'll take back my judge. (laughs) (laughs) I think the cape looks a little CGI is the only thing. It does. Well, I mean, you can't make a cape do that. Watch me. I've tried. (laughs) Uh, Well, so yeah, but overall, to that point, like you've got wonky CGI. You've got these sort of like highs and lows of these characters. Like, is the tone working? Is the action working? Like, to me, this does feel like a, it's going to be a divisive TV show, I think, compared to some of the other ones. And, I only think about this because I think about WandaVision and I think about some of the cinematography, the looks, and maybe it had a little bit more money. It already had a built character. But something about this feels cheaper to me. I don't know. But what do you guys think? I, it feels very mid right now compared to like all the Disney Plus shows we've seen. And again, it's hard to it's, judge because we're... We got to wait till the end. It's harder to judge. But also, you could tell they were investing the most money in this one. Like, there's way more CGI than any of the yeah. ones. Yeah, sure. It's, I agree. With so that. I think it's going to get judged the harshest there's, because there's, it's it they they can't do a big budget movie with it. So I think that's my only reservation right now. I'm ready for the journey. Though. The I'm, amount of I'm money they have to do to like just 
location shooting and everything yeah. is outrageous. It also has the toughest job because it doesn't have an obvious hook with the rest of the MCU yet. Uh, yeah. the, whereas the others did. They came from the movies. or Madripoor, yeah. though. Yeah, they did mention uh, They Madripoor. did mention Madripoor. And also, R.I.P. Uh, Gaspard uh, Uliel. Uliel. Yeah. yeah. God, he was gorgeous. I talked about so that gorgeous. when he first died. Well, I'm we saying said it, we, we, we said passed. he wouldn't, and then I said, no, we, I'm doing it anyway. still be <laughs> sad about it, Clark. Um, yeah, because he's know what they're gorgeous. Gonna do. I don't know what they're going to do. If they're, or what? Supposedly, he was going to be more than one episode. We'll see. Who knows? This yeah. is the kind of thing that I was a little bit like, I do to the MCU connection. I'm like, wait, so they're like spinning through time and doing all this stuff. And like, nobody decides to go investigate from all the other heroes that live in this no, world. Why not? Why? <laughs> they're just like, Oh, they just like Spider-Man wakes up or like, People are just like, oh, I guess the, well, here well, we go again. You and know about it. this. It's not a good business model. Most of them don't talk. Most of them like don't do anything. <laughs> yeah. You know exactly how this, this is works. Comic universe. I mean, yeah, exactly. The problem is that they could have. Li- there are so many apps on phones that you can literally just see what the stars <laughs> looked like two thousand years ago. It, yeah, all my apps. Grinder, Scruff. Yeah. You know. So many stars. Um, I did. I will say the final fight definitely felt like a generic boss battle in like a video game because they were like horseback. They had javelins. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the fuck is this Ninja Gaiden? Uh, what is Mark hiding from Layla? Agreed. What is he hiding? Probably Any idea? Something involving his percent. dead father. Or mom issues. I mean, we've got shit, some yeah. stuff going on with the. Mm, I'm not going to say anything, but mm. it's not that I know spoilers. I kind of just, do. You're trying to like. I know the real that. story yeah. about oh, a certain character. Yeah. That yeah. she is the daughter of, but in the comics she doesn't exist, and there's mm. a son instead. Okay. Well, let's uh, figure it out in the next few Ooh, weeks. Ooh, spooky. Um, and then the last thing I was going to say is, I'm assuming next episode is obviously going to be the toss back to the Mark Spector origin story, since after Kanchu disappeared, he also basically died. Maybe. No. What? No, I but okay. Know. I mean, Whenever. who knows? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, who can ever be like, sure? passed out of the floor. We got another version of him showing up in a minute, too. Oh, that's true. Because you know what I love is another origin story, but... I, I, got, I, well, we, he needs... We get three origin stories in one TV show. Well, uh, no, I was, Brent will love it. <laughs> that's what I was trying to figure out if it was going to be very similar to The Eternals, where, like, after watching all of it and then going back and watching it, will I enjoy it more because I understand Mark Spector or whoever characters more? I think so it will. seems more interesting. Yeah, potentially. Uh-huh. But uh, do you guys hear that sound? You hear a little. It's a news flash, and Clark's mad about it. Yes. Okay. So I'll just start off because I don't. I can't read things fast enough. Gilbert Gottfried has died. Uh, R.I.P. Oh, no. He was so young. Um, been... Why don't you? Hey, why don't you do an impression of him, Clark? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think you just did, Ryan. <laughs> Did yeah, you that was it. Really... You didn't like that one? Wait, but did you see that sad photo online? I mean, it was like obviously funny, and they were like, oh, they would laugh at it. But it was like Gilbert uh, Gottfried, yeah, yeah. Louis Anderson, and Bob Saget all in one photo. Mm-hmm. Hugging. But Gilbert Gottfried had posted it because of both of them dying mm-hmm. earlier. Things the happen last... in threes. Whoa. They happen in threes. Wow. Uh, Never post pictures of Yeah, the three caballeros. Take me to heaven right now. I want to see them. The last thing he posted was um, about how it's awful that Chris Rock got slapped for making a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Last thing. Anyways, he died of ventricular tachycardia um, from a horrible disease he had called uh, myotonic dystrophy type 2, which is sad because it is uh, inherited and he has two children. Oh, oh God. <laughs> so that's upsetting. I'm not, I don't, I'm not happy. I, Anyways. Hey, that was depressing. What is your favorite movie or television show that he did? Aladdin. Definitely Aladdin. Iago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is the Affleck well, duck was for. Well, then he had had that fight with 
Aflac. Which well, because I, he made a joke about uh, the tsunami. Yes, I remember that now. Um, my my first introduction to him was actually in Problem Child. Do you remember? Yes. Oh, oh my god, right. I was just thinking about that. Problem Child one two. Three. They made a oh, third one of those. Yeah, they did, bitch. And he problem children he, in space. Wasn't that a different actor? The kid was a different. I think actor? it was a, the, I, the yeah. kid changed. Well, the kid was, the point. was in it. He was <laughs> no, the kid. It was an actual he was the like, constant. Yeah, it was like a post-contemporary takedown of Problem Child twenty years later. <laughs> oh my god! It's, um, but I was fascinated by this insanely loud, curious comedian character, and it might have put me on a <laughs> might have put, put me on a path of some. Your voice so anytime from. he showed up, I was always fascinated by him. And you were like, he, "Mommy, it's me." <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah. So it turns out my mom had sex with Gilbert. <laughs> okay. Oh no, 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 no. We know what happens. I know you'll have. Uh, no, no, no. Okay. All right. Anyways, on. mine is um. So there was a college humor um thing from seven years ago where he did a reading of the uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh my and god! And he did oh. it in his screaming horrible voice, and um, it's just multiple women with headphones on listening to them at work and stuff, and oh he's just saying god. gross things like stroking the front wall of my vagina, <laughs> and they're all like shivering and wanting to vomit <laughs> until the last woman is like, "This is hot." He was the perfect person to do like cameo, fun, like read yeah. commentary on like serious or otherwise things. So that, yeah, his voice lended a lot to comedy in that. Room. And and there are some words that I still I say the I say vagina <laughs> the way voice. he says vagina. Vagina. I, well, I don't say I say the the intonation of it. <sighs> What's next in yeah. news, Clark? Um, that's I don't it. Know, it was just, just a bunch of porn. <laughs> I got distracted. No, I'm kidding. Stop um, so at porn. <laughs> Warner Brothers uh, has decided to implode. Is what happened. <laughs> uh, Once again, it's another yeah. crisis on Infinite Arts Once for again, Warner CEO Brothers. CEO David Zasloff has decided that everything DC is doing is stupid and bad, <laughs> and oh, that Jesus. they have to find somebody that's kind of like Kevin Feige who knows what he's doing and is a good producer Which instead of just so true. the fifteen nonsenses they're throwing out there. Anyways, he says that. They have some good stuff going on. Aquaman, the Batman, Peacemaker, and then that means the Batman spinoffs and the Peacemaker season whatever. Is, and yeah. there going to be a spinoff of that? I don't fucking know. There's another spinoff of the, of the yeah. Gunverse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe they didn't reference... I mean, Wonder Woman 84 was bad, well, but I can't that, believe they didn't reference that. But that's why. Around. They, 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 yeah. that's they realized really it was it was trash. Um, anyway, so, so the... Um, Supposedly, the DC Films president, Walter Amada, is still there because his contract isn't until 2023, but they're probably just going to have him sit on his ass because they don't like anything he's done. They have not mentioned The Flash in that thing also, clearly. There's reports that it's possibly getting canceled, especially Which, with the recent Ezra. Ezra news, oh, which yeah. we've talked about the last few weeks, including yeah. uh, misgendering them, yeah. unfortunately. Um, yeah, that's, I think, the reason why is because the Flash movie is supposed to like reset everything as like the sort of the Flashpoint storyline from the comics and that since that's not happening you know the fact that they are trying to do a cohesive universe again uh i just don't think works for dc it just doesn't they need to have these like we've talked about it before many times on podcasts it's like these auteur driven things i mean uh matt reeves the batman was fantastic yeah. it was yeah. so good and james uh, james gunn's uh Su- Su- the suicide squad you gotta put the before every dc movie now the superman the wonder woman the Aquaman. Harley Quinn was good. The Harley Quinn. You mean the animated no, series? No, it was not. No, oh, I, like I thought you meant like that prey. fucking like terrible t- movie. I Birds of Prey. Yeah, bitch. Shut the no, fuck up. No, that was a bad movie. Sorry, Clark. You got bad taste. Now I don't movie. like it. I'm going to push you back. Yeah, 
Okay, well, I, swear, well, you know what, gonna, Clark? You were also wrong about whatever thing I you was going to say. What happened to me in that movie? But I won't say it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> let's not do that. Blowjob? Maybe. Okay. Oh, All right. A blow joy for blow Clark. Jo- but my point is, is like, like the the tonal shift of a, what James Gunn has done with like Suicide Squad and Peacemaker doesn't work with Matt Reeves as Batman. But I want both to exist. Yeah. So like, let's. We don't need to connect everything. Well, Marvel does that for me already. This is some connected. fucking dumbass movie exec, like business executive is like, yeah, but like, what if it? What if we got it to where? Marvel was, and they're like, "Yeah, we tried the failure." He's like, yeah. "But what if we did it?" <laughs> like, shut but the it's fuck stupid. Up. They're yeah. like, "Oh, Teen Titans is working. Why don't we connect that in?" Shut the <laughs> fuck up, up and just do your own yeah. shit. Is Teen Titans, oh, which the cartoon? I don't even know if that's still Probably. around. No, he's. I think I'm talking about Titans, the series. Well, it's from such a bunch yeah. Of, yeah, yeah, but that shit sucks. Yeah, yeah. That'll so we're wishing you the best. Anyway, so that's all. That's what's going on there. Uh, meanwhile, the thing that we're probably paying attention the most to is the fact that there's a new Exterminators comic coming out in july it's carlos gomez we already talked about a bit last week right about and dazzler stars in he's the artist why don't you read the premise because it's a little tough leah williams (laughs) is the writer which all of us are Uh thrilled about it's a five issue miniseries maybe it'll be good um uh, the art will look great i'll just say okay um dazzler (laughs) jubilee boom boom and wolverine are on a chaotic ride through a dark corner of marvel's underworld in a new limited series i'm not gonna read the whole thing with grindhouse films and blood and sweat and sweet revenge aren't we excited the basic premise is those three girls get captured and wolverine has to go help them yeah (laughs) these these stupid stupid bitches here's a reason fair to be fair those girls do love to party. They so, do. And, they, and they're good at it, too. I think this could actually be okay because it doesn't have stakes like Trial of Magneto yep. did I, or I, with Axe Factor. It's this is just going to be a fun five-issue romp. It's, it's going to look good w- with some characters you especially love, Ryan Crow, but we all love them. Mrs. Uh, Mrs. X was fun. So I if it's, yeah. I think to that point, if it's That's like... a different writer. Isn't yeah. Kelly yeah. Thompson yeah. wrote that. Yeah. Yeah. Not was, all women are the same, God Adam. Damn it. Well, it was fun. Nothing she did was fun. Leah Williams. I like the Emma Frost one shot from X Men Black. I will. Count. Okay, so I will say it's a one shot. It counts. No, what no, I am, it doesn't. What I will say is what I'm hoping for from Leah is that if it is actually so, this is a lot. This is a lot of checks to write. If you're going to focus on a very grindhouse neon and few, like all of these things, read off the page to me. Like I want to read. I like all these characters. If she can actually embody that quality. Then I'm in. Like I'm, I'm very excited to read this with open eyes and open ears. I wanted uh, Lila Cheney to be part of it because you know you got all the musician folks. Girl, I had a laundry list of other uh, other. Who else? I Who else would you want? Um, I I enjoy Siren. I think that yeah. would have been fun. Siren would have been they good. They all kind of work together. Yeah. Did you say Lila Cheney? Lila Cheney. Um, yeah. Oh, that's okay. Lila. You say it that way. Okay. It's, her name is literally <laughs> Lila Cheney. <laughs> um. Well, it was just those two, but still, yeah. I think there's a lot more. Maybe drummer. Or not drummer, uh, DJ, DJ, DJ. DJ. You know, DJ. Give me some drummer. Why not? I'm sorry, I've been watching The Expanse. There's a character named Drummer, so that's where my head's at. So that's been it's, the news. It's parental advisory. Well, that was some maybe. Oh, they are leaning parental advisory. <laughs> oh, I, which ha- means I mean, if it's gonna, it's gonna be Grindhouse, yeah, not, no. but like if it's Grindhouse, then it has to be. Did you ever read the Grindhouse comics that Alex DeCompi wrote for Dark Horse? Like, you know, she had the comics that were like, no, uh, like you had tr- you turned it upside down was the other other series. Turn it was actually kind of good. Turn it upside down. I was just thinking yeah. in my head. Uh, let's move on to the issues. The issues are a weekly recap of all things X, along with a few of our favorite Marvel House writers and characters. This week we have X-Men 92, House of 92, number one, and X-Men number 10. 
X-Men 92, House of 92, so many 92s. Number one, written by Steve Fox, artist Salva Espina. X-Men 92's limited five-issue run kicks off with a what-if of epic proportions, transplanting the animated series cast in a retelling of the first issue of House of X. Gambit's a whore, Rose says sugar, and Storm gives quintessential goddess. In a fun twist, Jubilee is Moira. What do you guys think? <laughs> um, wow, I was not expecting this. I was not expecting to merge both the current day and the series that I've loved for so long in such a beautiful way. Oh, yeah. I thought it was great. It was so fun. It felt like it was uh, the dialogue was there, but it didn't seem pandery like sometimes it can be in the 92 era. Um, I loved it. I thought it was so fun and interesting. I think what what I liked about it, it was very Mm self-aware. And it's clear that uh, Steve Fox, uh, who we are interviewing, again, Plugga. That's Mm -hmm. our Plug Me Daddy. Plugga. Plugga. Plugga, Plugga. Hey, hey, Plugga. That's what uh, Rogue says instead of Sugar. (laughs) Don't. Uh, no, is super <laughs> self-aware and was a fan of the original X-Men animated series. I was transported to back to being a kid, eating my like sugary cereal, Cocoa mm. Puffs, you know, uh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch while like sitting on the floor of my parents' house watching this cartoon. But having that sort of modern sensibility, I like the twist of Jubilee because clearly once Wolverine finds out, mm-hmm. he's going to go berserker. But True. even like I think to your point about that re- like the writing and the, the artwork was gorgeous, but the writing in particular so spot on and like obviously like playing up the camp factor of the animated series but somehow still feeling like what they would say. Like the fact that she's fucking yelling at Charles and Magneto like it's like this like do this butthead or this door like I'm just like oh I fucking love this shit because this is exactly like the Jubilee mm-hmm. but she's just Myra yeah like everything it's, about it was amazing the best part okay. though was Rogue doing her typical shit and then just getting punched in the face <laughs> right after she made a yeah. quit and I was like man they really got this well, shit down I got it I'm gonna help her and then Gambit literally blows up a side <laughs> of the fucking place and you got why well, use one guy when you could use all yeah because they're like, yes. dumb too Storm's command like he got all of the voices by the winds of yeah. It was um, so good. I like how they came out of the eggs fully clothed. Yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah. It's the series. This is PG. Yeah. This bitch, it's nineteen ninety. Well, because I was yeah. also thinking, I was like, okay, some of the deaths obviously were a little bit extreme at the beginning, but also that I think that happened in the like Days of Future uh-huh. Past versions of the uh, yeah. in the episodes of the animated series. Bring, yeah. Bringing the nineties versions into the current day is so fun because the five that they like put together uh, was yes. so interesting. Yeah, because well, it's Proteus, Fabian. it's Healer, Fabian Cortez, Tempo, and Karma, and, and Karma. Karma. Karma I, was, I, I didn't know that was Karma at first. Me neither. Yeah. yeah. Um, but great outfit. I love Fabian that for Cortez her. was exactly on. That's exactly. His, his role would be. Yeah. Some of the if justifications were so stupid, too. And it was, uh, I think he was like, just to make everything get healed. Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> the opening and closing, pat, like the artwork, like Saved by the Bell type yes, design Yes, Saved by the Bell so is exactly what I was thinking of. It. And um, also one note, the way that uh, Krakoa is drawn is what it would have looked like in the 90s yeah like the big old eyes everywhere and stuff <laughs> yeah. like that it looked like the old monster island like it used to be it but. is a nostalgia trip seemingly in the best way uh possible were there any other like big what if flips that you kind of enjoyed because i was trying to like now i want to go back and read the old issue the original issue of hawks just to like double like try to get a sense i mean of all of that. it definitely like remember in the first issue of hawks all it is, is uh, house of x yeah. all it is is um the ambassadors from the various countries right, right. going to um uh, you know talking to magneto and talking to the, the cuckoos and like they give a little tour yeah 
but you don't get the stuff about Moira until like House of X After, number two. And, yeah. you know, like, so there was like that kind of like, like uh, disjointed storytelling by design. Yeah. So this is giving us a lot more exposition, exposition, get it? Uh, in the first issue, because uh, it's only like, what, five issues? Five. So Yeah. I was surprised they chose uh, Psylocke to do the tour kind of idea, just because I was like wondering if they, they want to use her at some point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we think it's the Betsy Braddock Psylocke, right? Not Quanon. Oh, yes, oh, that tough. has to be. Yeah, because I think in the because co- in that cartoon she was playing. She was. I was going to say they still... pro- they're probably not going to undo that. Yeah, or or it'll just be they won't name, name it. it. Yeah, that's so. maybe why they so they, she. Did I love what was it? It was uh, the sort of like reformed criminals were Cannonball Pyro and Darkstar, Darkstar. which which is like one yeah, of Clark's favorites. Remember when I was talking about this about three months ago when I saw that one panel that and I was confused Vanna. whether it was like it was in. Our current timeline, because yeah. currently well, all the Russia Winter Soldier, yeah. not Winter right. Soldier, but right, 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 Super right. Soldiers and shit like that. Yeah, that is funny. So have alternate, fun. good job. Love this. Yeah. yeah, knocked out of the park. Reading uh, X Men number ten. Writer Jerry Duggan, artist Javier Pina. A Wolverine-centric storyline has her sneaking onto Phobos to rescue what could be a clone sister, only to find out it's Lady Deathstrike, being kept captive by Doctor Stasis for being more machine than woman. The two break out via a reverse fastball special via Rogue, <laughs> via, via, via. A lot of via. Who also locates Game World courtesy of Rocket Raccoon. A post-credit info panel confirms Moira's outreach to Orcus. What do you guys think? I think you said everything that happened. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the, um, it's a very fast Destiny issue Rogue sure. stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, where Rogue was like, Destiny, you're wrong. Destiny's like, you're wrong. And About Gambit. Uh-uh. No, you uh-uh. No. You'll Nuh-uh, see the world sugar. that I see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I really like this issue. I'm just really liking the last few issues of X-Men. And even though Pepe Larraz wasn't drawing it, Javier Pina's artwork is getting a lot better. Totally. Like, uh, definitely improving every time. And was, he was already a good artist. Uh, I really enjoyed the banter between Wolverine and Lady Deathstrike. Yes. I thought that was great. Um, I love the reveal of Rocket Raccoon. Uh, that's like Rogue's, like, you know, buddy in space. And uh, wait, you call him sugar? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was fun. Stupid makes sense. Also, um, so Lady Deathstrike was, or I think she just goes by Deathstrike now. Um, uh, is she's no lady experiment, <laughs> being experimented on in that experimentation? She just got a like a great bob haircut too. Like yeah. they just gave her a phenomenal. Yeah, haircut. after Weapon when? X, she's like, I need a whole new That's look. What I was to say that she, was the last time. I know she she's dying, but she's yeah. never looked. Better. I do love a she good like so after hot. a series ends, they write yeah. somebody off and they're like, oh, she's here now. So what did Moira say for at uh, with Orcus at the very end? Not seen here. She was basically just like, I'm hey, Moira. I'd love to talk. Like have your people call my people. Um, didn't I predict that Moira was going to be part of Orcus? Wow, who would have fucking thought? I know. That what are you talking about? about? I just want some goddamn no, credit. No, because that's the most obvious thing that anyone has ever <laughs> thought. That you've read comics for years, and you. Th- when did you, you think this? I mean, we can way back when, oh, like action in Inferno. Also, side note: this bitch. <laughs> that's she goes, not that far off. That was way back when. That, that was, was before was the not... ten lives and deaths of before twenty lives and deaths yeah, of Wolverine. Exactly. When bitch, she was suddenly bad. This bitch goes. To Misters Faylong and Stasis, I know you both fairly well, though you do not know me. Call it past lives or woman's intuition or something more. It's like, bitch, stop being so fucking on the nose. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Why don't you just say it flat out? Oh, wait, you basically are. Oh, Benjamin Percy was writing her dialogue once that's, again. That's, that's what that's, it sounded like, right? Yeah. No, my favorite, though, is just this bitch going, it, it's Dr. Stasis. <laughs> <laughs> God. What a bitch. Yeah. Um. Okay. 
any more thoughts or anything about the issues, guys? Uh, I mean, really... it just goes to show that, like, obviously, X-Men is not my favorite of the X-Books right now. I mean, X-Men Red, then Immortal X-Men, yeah. and then, you know, a few others probably because Knights of Ten hasn't come out. Marauders is really good. I like how you're naming every other issue besides X-Men. You're like, but then, and then. But, but <laughs> if, like, X-Men is, like, mid for all the X-Books, yeah. that's a really good sign that these books are generally quite good. Yeah. In, even in the post-Hickman era. Well, especially because it's still... I was worried, and I'm very excited for all the future stuff. Yes, yeah, same. agreed. Especially because it's still doing the, like, sort of, like, story of the week kind of issues, yeah. which I which is hard to do when everything else is doing, like, a more subtle uh, story. I yeah. just hate how these people have been like, let's not contact anyone in space, because we know all this stuff is happening in space, but let's just fucking screw around and then finally get a hold of someone at some point in time. It just felt like... Y- you're it, saying they didn't FaceTime them fast enough? Yeah. Okay. They've been attacked by multiple things, and they they know it's coming from space, and they, they kind enough. of know location and stuff like that. But but they're they're like whatever. Right. They have enough space friends. That's true. They've I do like that they had a tons. well. That was like they had a slingshot rogue around instead of just being like, hey, a storm, could you call one of the Iraqis and get them to grab them? <laughs> it's actually, yeah, there's a lot there's of an loop. entire planet of mutants right there. But they're so busy. They're just so busy. <laughs> building a brotherhood. <clears throat> Um, as always, we like to wrap up with a little something we call Plug Me Daddy, where each of us get to quickly highlight something that quickly. we have wickedly, <laughs> no. where, we, where we each get to a chance to quickly highlight something that we've read, seen, heard, experienced, and wanted to share with you, our stupid little love loves. Um, oh, that was sweet. Yeah. Well, I, like I love you guys. Love, and I love, love. our. <laughs> and I think you, you're. St- and I think us. you're stupid. Oh, so thank you. Yeah. Well, why don't we start with you? Because you interrupted me. Uh, <laughs> sure. That's that sounds great. Uh, so this is a future plug. Um, so if you have been paying attention to solicitations, uh, over in DC Comics, uh, Rom V and Raphael Albuquerque are taking over Detective Comics, which is the longest running, uh, DC book, and it's the first time a South Asian writer has taken on Batman in one of his big two titles, uh, to my to the best of my knowledge. And I've been a big Batman fan for most of my life. And I'm also South Asian, so I'm really excited uh, to see what Rom does with uh, with Batman. So uh, I will plug that earlier this week, um, Back for Blood, which is a sort of Left for Dead clone, if you've ever played that game of like surviving a zombie apocalypse, released their first DLC. And I would desperately love people to come back to the game so they have enough money to release the rest of the DLC. Aww. So <laughs> if you uh, ever want to play online, Aww. I'm on PS5. It's uh, R-E-Z-A-A-E-P-I uh, is my name. And you can find me. And let's play some fucking Back for Blood. It looks really fun. I'm excited about the expansion. Cool. Clark? Okay. So I've been reading this comic uh, called Animal Castle. It's kind of Animal Farmy, but purposely updated. Uh, it's from a Blaze Comics. There's four issues so far. It's originally from a French series. I mean, it literally is a French series they have done now, turned and in, put into English. Uh, Xavier Dorison is the writer, and, and Felix Delip is the artist. And it just deals with how to ha- not have a rebellion, but also kind of have a rebellion, how to protest in not proper ways, but just going through all, like, how you do, how would you have a protest? How would you start a revolution, et cetera, et cetera. It's really well done. Wow. That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and something that's was a little bit more underground and it's really become mainstream in the last couple of weeks. And especially speaking of plugs, real specifically housewives. butt plugs. Hey, it's not Real Housewives <laughs> this week, baby. Um, uh, everything er- everywhere at all at once oh, is so yes. freaking good. If you want a little teaser of what um, uh, could be 
uh, what uh, was Dr. this like Strange. triple plug? What, what are you week? looking at me like that? No, Caroline because I, I I literally plugged it last. I week. was oh, gonna, I was literally gonna plug it this well, week, but baby, I knew you probably well, baby, did. Well, maybe I will butt plug Do it. And also, it's a big queer experience. And it's a double-headed plug. It's fine. Plug your mouth. Plug your ass. Plug your ears. Go see it. Give support. It was not supposed to be in a lot of theaters, and it just became so popular that it so fucking good. Yeah, and it's phenomenal. And it's basically if Doctor Strange sucks, just watch this instead. Seriously, that's true. All right. All right. That's been our podcast. You can find us at Twitter on Homo Superior X and Instagram on Homo Superior Podcast. Rate and review us if you like. If you don't, why the fuck are you listening till the end of this podcast? <laughs> um, we've been Homo Superior and Fashion Week is gone. Oh, no. It's gone. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.